Today in business from Wired. The Science of Scaling, hosted by Mark Roberge, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Each week, Mark Roberge, founding CRO at HubSpot CRO, senior lecturer at Harvard Business School and co-founder of Stage 2 Capital, sits down with the most successful sales leaders in tech to learn the secrets, strategies, and tactics to scaling your company's growth. I like the episode with the founder of Aircall on how to go from handling your own sales to scaling a sales team. It has great advice for entrepreneurs. Listen to The Science of Scaling wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you're trying to grow your business, newsletter, YouTube channel, or just want to know what's happening at the cutting edge of the world of marketing, search for Marketing Against the Grain in your favorite podcast app. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Fighting a wildfire in Texas, building a network to connect 40 million people to the Internet, cutting pollution with chainsaws. Hear Chubb customers tell their stories at chubb.com slash podcast. And stay tuned after the show to hear how a burst pipe in a family's house led to an adventure. Accused VC sends same sorry sexual harassment email to critics by Natasha Tiku. Justin Kaldbeck, whose venture firm collapsed after six women came forward with allegations of sexual harassment in June, says he's trying to make amends. His efforts have included handwritten notes to his accusers and others to whom he now thinks he may have acted improperly, as well as emails to women who've been critical of him in the media. But some recipients of Caldbeck's apology emails are not convinced. They believe the disgraced investor is exploiting the public discussion around sexual harassment to recast himself as an ally. Several women who've received the apology emails compared notes and found similar or identical wording in the messages. Two emails viewed by Wired included the line, I also completely understand that you may not believe my actions yet to be sincere, and it is up to me to demonstrate over time that they are. Both also included slightly different versions of this sentence, quote, I want to first let you know how incredibly, deeply, and profoundly sorry for everything I did to make any woman feel uncomfortable, end quote. Look at the language in the email, says Elizabeth Spears, founder of The Insurrection, a digital media startup who received an email from Caldbeck the day after she criticized a lecture he gave at Duke University about bro culture. If he understood the gravity of it, he wouldn't be speaking at Duke or sending emails that read like they were scripted, she says. He sincerely thinks we're all too stupid to talk to each other. Tracy Chu, a co-founder of Project Include and former engineer at Pinterest, received an email from Caldbeck the same day she was quoted in a Bloomberg article about Caldbeck's re-emergence in public. Chu found the email almost plausibly repentant, but suspected it was written by a crisis communications firm. She has the same suspicion about the apology Caldbeck wrote in June, after the information revealed the series of harassment allegations that began when he worked at Lightspeed Ventures. Sarah Lacey, who critiqued Caldbeck on her tech blog Pando, received a similar letter. Chu wasn't surprised to find that other women had been sent nearly the same email. He has never seemed sincere about wanting to improve and make amends, she said. 
Caldbeck says he wrote the emails himself with help from friends and has not hired any public relations help beyond the company retained by Binary Capital, his now defunct investment firm. Caldbeck says he sent the handwritten notes to his accusers via FedEx. As you might imagine, I am very reluctant to reach out to them directly because I certainly don't want them to feel uncomfortable or in any way triggered by my reaching out, he says. Entrepreneur and investor Susan Wu, who told the New York Times that she was propositioned by Caldbeck while fundraising, and says that Caldbeck has not reached out to her. The sad thing about the Justin Caldbeck emails is that he is mailing all of these random emails to somehow win support or forgiveness, but he hasn't yet reached out to all the actual women who accused him, including me, she says. Those women had accused him of groping one of them under a table, making sexual propositions, and sending inappropriate text messages while they were seeking funding or advice from his investment firm. A different former employee has sued Binary Capital and Caldbeck, claiming that Caldbeck threatened her to silence complaints about inappropriate behaviour in the workplace. Caldbeck says he also sent handwritten apology letters to women who did not come forward, but whom, upon reflection, I felt I owed apologies. Caldbeck says the emails to women like Spears and Chu are part of his efforts to learn about these issues from experts. He estimates that he has sent 25 to 30 unsolicited emails to people who have expressed public interest and a passion for this space. Caldbeck says he wasn't aware that some recipients did not welcome his messages and used the same language in multiple emails because he was contacting people he did not know. I'm not sure why that makes it less authentic, he says. Some emails went to professors researching sexual harassment, and Caldbeck says he plans to deliver two more presentations advising students about the dangers of what he calls bro culture which he blames for his lack of awareness about the consequences of his actions. He declined to name the schools after Duke received a negative response. My behaviour, I think, started much, much earlier in life, he says. He cited behaviours commonly found in fraternity environments and athletic environments around objectifying women. In his talk at Duke, his alma mater, Caldbeck says he spoke about how, how those behaviours lead to sexual harassment in the workforce and how much damage it can ultimately do. Caldbeck still seems conflicted about his responsibility for the actions that prompted all these apologies. At one point in an interview, he said, I know in my heart that I was not aware that I was making these women uncomfortable. But when asked if he denies any of the allegations, Caldbeck says... I take full accountability that I made any of those women feel that way and that my behaviour made them feel comfortable. It's 100% on me, and I'm trying to own that and do the best I can to change and make amends. Caldbeck is adamant that he's not trying to make a comeback. I do not have any interest in coming back to the tech scene, he says. Nonetheless, in his email to Spears, Caldbeck asked her for feedback on... The website that I am making, which is intended to be a resource for men and women around sexual harassment. Spears says it reminds her of Jordan Belfort, author of The Wolf of Wall Street. His whole switch is, I'll teach you how to avoid people like me. 
On Wednesday, Kaldbeck also inserted himself into discussion about time naming the hashtag MeToo movement as 2017's Person of the Year. On Twitter, Kaldbeck applauded the women who came forward, quote, including my accusers, he wrote. He later deleted the tweet after several people criticized him for trying to present himself as an ally. The tweet was to recognize a really important movement that I contributed to in a negative way and I felt like it was the right thing to do, he says. When I recognized that people were bothered and offended by it, I deleted it out of respect for them. This podcast was made possible by Chubb. Hear how a burst pipe in a family's house led to an adventure right now. We walk inside and it's raining. Our home was ruined. We couldn't live there. Our first concern was the kids. This was going to be hard on them. Chubb got us a place to stay in the same school district. Otherwise, it could have been a nightmare. Chubb turned a disaster into an adventure for our kids. And no one missed a day of school? Hear more stories at chubb.com slash podcast. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.